what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves Good night. Good night, Gene. Gene. Good night. Sweet dreams, safe dreams. Sweet dreams. I love your husband. <laughs> <laughs> By the looks of it, it looks like we're uh, ready to go. Oh, we've been going. <laughs> that was like the best intro I've ever had. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. It's the, un- the unintentional like intros are always the best. Oh, yeah, we've been going, yeah. Awesome. For like... Because I'll never remember that, Jen. <laughs> yeah. <it was> like... <laughs> we, got that, we got that on tape. You have that forever, yeah. Five, five minutes of it. Perfect. Yes. So, this is a little different. <laughs> we switched it up a little bit. Mike, Joe, what do you think? This what are you thinking awesome. right now? Right now, I'm just like, this is the, the first official live on the mic session with a full on. This is crazy. This is <laughs> yeah, crazy. we got. I hope you guys walked in here and were like, wow. The same way we walked in after it was set up and was like, wow, this is fucking we were, awesome. Because we see those tiny desk performances and we're like, those are fucking sick. So we're like, why, why don't we just do our own? And been, this is like. Better. We've been doing the podcast that in his house in his living room in these wicker chairs with a dog running around and start sparking conversations. You thought you were going there. (laughs) I mean, I was expecting at least one dog. I should have brought him here because he would be chill right now, right there. And of course, we got Spider Man. We got Spider Man. Yeah, 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 we we didn't have a dog, but we got Spider Man. Yeah, but so this is it. This is the first live on the mic segment of Rizzo on the Move. So cool, man. Dan, thank big thanks to Dan right here. How's it going? Pretty good. This is a lot different from your kitchen. I like it. This is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Thank you, Viper Studios. That's the reason this is all possible. Anything that we've been doing lately. So thank you, Chuck. And Kat. Kat went home, but... Chuck the most. Kat in second. She's sitting in the the rocking chair right now. It's a thought that counts. Yeah, she is watching, actually. Kat, now everyone loves you, Kat. But yeah, we're here with uh, Rizzo on the Move. Yeah. We're here with Dan from the After Hours Reviews. This is Live Mic Music on Live on the Mic with Nonstop to Cairo. And this is the first official Live on the Mic podcast. So welcome, guys. Welcome, man. Thank go. you. Thank Yo, you for having us. Yo, we're psyched to be yeah. part of your first uh, live broadcast here. Well, we've in done... This, perfor- this yeah, for sure. Well, no, this isn't the very first. Like, we've been doing them in there just like one-on-one close, but... I don't even count that compared to this. This is the way to go. So we just started this interview and you already lied to us. Wow. Me? (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) What's behind the door, man? (laughs) Show me. It's It's one table. (laughs) But yeah, out here is the way to go now. So we're sitting here with Nonstop to Cairo. What's up, guys? Can we do names again? Because I I know August and Kevin, but I I forgot the rest. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm Nick. Nick, I'm Joe. 
<laughs> so I'm <laughs> August again. What's up? I'm Kevin. Still. Still Matt. Kevin. Matt. Andrew, all right. And Andrew. Andrew, Matt, got it. We all did that correctly. Just call us by the instrument you see us holding, it's fine. (laughs) Saxophone, guitar, (laughs) trumpet, nothing. Yo, bass. And guitar. Nothing, nothing. Absolutely, (laughs) never nothing. (laughs) So how did did you guys get here? You're connected through Dan, right? How do you guys know Dan? Yes, we've actually, uh, we've known Dan a couple years now. Honestly, yeah, and uh, he started after our reviews, which is one of the best facets and outlets for underground bands to kind of get exposure from. Um, and he does very elaborate reviews on the music that's coming out on the scene, and uh, it's it's good, it's comprehensive, and people seem to really enjoy it. And he's been around for a while, so you saw a sad. Paramount first, right? Yo, very first review I ever wrote. Really? really? Right after really? I, I see, yeah. I didn't know that. Right after I started the blog, you guys are the first band I found. Went yep. to the Paramount the next that next night, and you guys were fucking awesome that night. <laughs> the rest you. is history now. You guys <laughs> kept me in it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, man. Uh, Paramount last what November was, uh, maybe? With, with the English beat. That was the English yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good yeah. show. That was definitely. Yeah, you guys were awesome on that show. So that's cool. Thank so that you. means you guys are Dan's first review, and you're first on this official podcast mm-hmm. right now. So you guys are yeah. First we, of a couple we, things. We pop them. I'm not going to lie. Pretty so, cherries, guys. Cherries. 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 <laughs> Let's kind of get on a timeline. Like, how did, where's it start? Where's it all? You, how do you guys know each other? <laughs> what kind of time? Do you want the timeline? I, I like, 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 we usually go, like, I don't know how long you guys got, but, like. You more. said there's no end to this podcast. So yeah. Like, <laughs> back in 1982. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go we, year by year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was kidding. So you all grew up out here, or what's up? The core of the band grew up in uh, in in Baldwin in Nassau County. Yeah, um, uh, we all went to the same the same schools, or uh, most of us were a bunch of us were in the same grade, and some of us in a couple of grades younger. We Our brother up. was in a couple of grades younger. That's how I met Augie originally. Yeah. Um, but definitely all hometown. Oh, you don't know the history of Nassau County? Exactly. No. Yeah, no. Well, let's like, see. How'd you get in? Oh my God, you guys are awesome. And then like three years later, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we can go, That's we can your go history. a little more into it. Yeah. So uh, Nick and I went to kindergarten together. We've known each other pretty for much real? for life. Yeah. Oh, we, shit. We, were we not in the same nurse? I was a cupcake. Yeah, and I was an nurse. apple. Oh. I was an apple and you were a cupcake. <laughs> so in nursery school, we were... <laughs> We were we definitely were kinda, on opposing teams. Yeah, we were. You're we were, a cupcake. I don't know if you want to make that public. <laughs> no, I was, I, mean, I was a cupcake. Kind of <laughs> Absolutely. Proud of it. 100%. Delicious. That's <laughs> still am. All right, so cupcake apple. Yeah, all right. So we started off on opposing teams, and that never. Uh, yeah. No, but as we uh, as we grew up, we actually grew into friends. We live around the corner from each other. Like uh, like I could fall out of my bed drunk and land at his front seat. <laughs> Uh, most of the time, actually. <laughs> so that's I, I play trumpet. He played saxophone. We were in the same band in in, ju- in junior high. Nick, you play saxophone? What? Yeah, Nick is a saxophone player. Whoa, yeah. no! Do you guys have, do you guys know each other? Have, have you guys met? Because <laughs> if you actually knew we're these two, like, you would realize like these is, instruments is with these two just doesn't seem like it works. You guys just met in the parking lot when you got here. Seriously, yo, our ruse has been unfoiled. <laughs> we are strangers in this world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I played alto in grade school and junior high. Yeah. And then I played, well, I played a little tenor in junior high, too. 
But nice, then they nice. switched me to Barry. Yes, I played the Barry high school. Are you kidding me? Love and it. I was too young to enjoy it at that point because I didn't want to just go toot toot. Because <laughs> the tenor parts are awesome in, in high school yeah. band and Barry parts, you know. You didn't have a set. I didn't appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I quit sax in, in high school, unfortunately. I played I played trumpet through high school. Uh, was in like some symphonic bands and jazz bands and things. And uh, one day, me, Nick and I were friends uh, since you know other uh, you know junior high and grade school. So we were hanging out all the time anyway. And I went over to his house one day, and his dad was there. And his dad's a bass player and a singer, uh, and gave me his bass to taught me how to play what "Born Under a Bad Sign." Right? Was it? Is that the one? Born yeah. under a bad yeah, sign. Yeah, born under a bad sign and said, you play bass now. <coughs> and I was like, okay, I play bass now. <laughs> uh, and literally, pretty like at the end of high school there, I pretty much gave up playing trumpet and only played the bass for, I mean, mm. until now, until now. I, a little bit of the, uh, the trumpet still every now and again, but mostly a bass player. But no, no, but by doing that and jamming out and uh, smoking a lot of pot and drinking a lot, we came yep. up with some tunes that we thought other people would like. That's the formula. Which, you know, that's that's really what started it all. It's like, yo, I, I think more than just the two of us are going to like this song. At the time, <laughs> we were listening to, like, Fish and Slipknot. Yes. <laughs> and we made music that sounded like that's what we listened to. So that um, it was that was the vibe back then? Fish do you and have Slipknot? any of that recording? Well, we, yeah, were, yeah. We, were, we were, like, we a jam band, but... But I was always writing like heavy stuff too. Yeah. Um, so we started a jam band because it was what we did most. We liked to smoke and jam. We didn't yeah. care at first what an actual strong structure should sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we did shows as a jam band called Blackout for a few years. Uh, a couple of different drummers. At the end of that band, we moved on to uh, a metal band actually because oh. that band broke wow. up, and there was a metal band called 30 Pack Jack that uh, needed a guitar player and a bass player at the same time. We were like, we don't play anything like this mm-hmm. at all. You guys <laughs> sure you want us in the band? But they were, you know, they had some stuff going. They wanted they wanted to jam, so we jammed. And it, Did it sound turned good? into like, yeah, like seven years of... Oh, yeah. I would have to say that that what we do now is as nonstop to Cairo this many years later with the with the funk and the reggae and, and the rock or, like oriented stuff, it definitely speaks more to my soul. Mm. But playing in a hard rock like metal band for a while like really taught me what it, what it meant to be on stage in front of people and how to how to like run around and jump into the crowd and I'll, oh I'm sorry I hit you in the face <laughs> with my bass a couple times I'm sorry about that but everyone like loves it they're like hit me again <laughs> uh, it's really it's, it's really a great spot to learn how to do a stage show that's uh, metal right that's metal <laughs> and it was it was great music to play it really taught me how to use my instrument um mm-hmm. Uh, more as a dance <laughs> accessory. As a dance, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think I was talking about? <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that band broke up, we had shows booked, and we were like, "Well, we can't not play a show." Why'd you we're guys break up? Was it show. Some crazy um, shit? It was just we, you know, people go different ways, and different yeah. things become important. There was no sour feelings with anybody. Everybody was just, you know, we understood that it wasn't going to be what we wanted it to be at the time. Yeah, and. We didn't want to cancel the shows, so we just made another band. Basically, and just me, <laughs> me, Matt, and uh, yeah, the original seriously. drummer yeah. of Nonstop kept 30-pack going with more of like a rock feel when we started, like mm-hmm. straight-ahead rock, less metal, 
But you weren't calling it Thirty Pack <laughs> to Jack. No, uh, no, that name was done. That band yeah. was done. Yeah, we, I think we were actually, calling ourselves Nonstop to Cairo since two thousand and seven. Oh, shit. Yeah. side note: that band, Thirty Pack Jack, still has some unreleased material. Yeah, so there's a lot of Thirty Pack too, Jack just, underground. Just, just so you know, we do. Whoa, it's dope. It's dope. Hidden I was, that. I was a spectator at that point. I was, I was a little too. The young. best part of, is this is where Augie comes into, yeah, the, into the mix. <laughs> That's what I because that, <laughs> no, because honestly, you know, no joke, that was the time that it revolutionized like what Nonstop Cairo was going to be. It went from this hard rock band, and Augie showed up and was just, you know, in the front of the stage, just bopping his head. <laughs> like every single show, I would see him in the front of the stage, just bopping his head while we were rocking out to this this hard rock and metal music. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we we stopped. This one band went as another band. One day, he wanted to come to practice. Came to practice. We were just jamming out on a song, and Augie freestyled like some of the sickest stuff that oh. I've ever heard over some stuff that we were jamming. And then I was like, I don't think we're a hard rock band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, right <laughs> off. You, you knew it just fit. Just, it just, every piece of our band that we've added over the years has been just because they came and jammed at a practice or at a show. Andrew, yeah, the horns. Andrew came up on stage during a show. It sounded awesome. Ended up with Andrew in, in the band, which was, has been amazing and changed us as well. Same thing happened with Kevin. Played mm. with his band, his last band, Motion Ocean. Motion Ocean. Motion and Ocean. Two, 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 bands, two bands ago. Yeah. Jammed with him. A little while later, he was in the band. And you just know. Did you yeah. ever jam like, with someone like who board. didn't join the band? You just assimilate every band. <laughs> <laughs> like, did anyone did ever hear that last Anyone question? ever not make the cut? Um, no, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Kevin turned us down at first. That's true. His, his wow. <laughs> You he turned him down? He played hard to get. He Wait, get on, really get on the mic, get on the mic. He's a band yeah. whore. He doesn't well, want to be tied down. I wasn't in any band. Actually, it was Aqua Cherry. I, I went to an open mic. and uh, Oh, was it Aqua Cherry? No, I, I told them. They're like, yo, Matt asked me to join nonstop. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's a lot. Of, like, to me, it was, seemed like a lot of work and dedication that I was like, I don't know if I wanted to, uh, you know, commit. Right. <laughs> But they yeah. talked to me. They're like, "Dude, you should definitely do that, and also join our band." So I joined Aqua Cherry. Thank you, Aqua Cherry. Same time. Thank you, guys. We love you. Uh, we do. But I knew that like things with them were just kind of, you know, it was a fun reggae thing for a little bit. They're still going. They're doing. Uh, they're doing some good shit yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, they are. Happy for Aqua Cherry. Really, really happy. I heard they got a new. Singer. So where did Andrew get in there? How do you? Get I was playing uh, sax in another band, and I was the only horn player. And we were doing some fun things, but I wanted to play in like a horn section, so. We played shows together with nonstop, and we would always hang out in the parking lot after, and I would hang out with these guys, and I'd be like, I don't want to be in your band. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a band we, already I was. that you didn't like, or? No, no, nothing. It was cool. You know, we had fun. We went to California together. They were called The Warden in Fame. Oh, and also a sick band. Yo, Fame. Yeah. Oh, dope. Fame kills <laughs> That's awesome. Kills yeah, Motion Ocean played and shows with played them. our tour fundraiser at... What was the even flow in Bayshore? That's that's, that's where, where met. I met nonstop. Yeah, that even flow. Was show. it even? Yo, a lot of shit happened yeah. at that even flow show. No, imagine a that place actually happened. closed down that's when they crazy. said they were gonna. I love how you guys are finding out so much about each other. Yeah. Like, I think it's like group. No, you know what it is. It's like, yeah, we lived it. We never therapy. talked about it. Right. Exactly. So yeah. It's like. Because we never we never ask ourselves these questions, so yeah. you're hearing different perspectives. Cool. You're <laughs> like, oh shit, yeah, this is fun to watch. You told me that one more. Time. You told me that one. It's their own podcast. They're just meeting each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. Cool. I, I like, like this. it. I like this. So yeah, you wanted to be part of the band, and you were like, "Fuck my band." <laughs> <laughs> 
We had uh, we had a trombone. I was kidding. I'm time, kidding. Right? I love Warden. We we didn't have a set. We only had yeah, trombone yeah. and you trumpet. Had a trombone. You had a trumpet, and that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I played a couple shows with you. I remember I drove back from Boston. Hair down, was, right? Yeah. Was hair down your first song? No, it was rooted. Rooted. It was rooted. It was rooted. at Beer even Fields flow. with. Uh, no, it was at Even Flow. That was the Modest Yahoo show where wow. everyone, where he no. got mad at we the didn't, crowd. We, we didn't count chanting that, USA. No, no, that's no. way it was way at back. Even Flow, the first time you played with us. Yes, it was oh, rooted. Then you at Even Flow, you started yes. coming to practices, right? At, yes, right. Right. and then Beer Fields with right. Modest Yahoo, right. Right. getting mad. <laughs> that is a true story. You cannot take photos. You got Modest so Yahoo. mad for someone who like preaches peace. Who are you talking about? Modest. Modest Yahoo. Modest Yahoo. Who's Modest Yahoo? Modest Yahoo is like that reggae rapper. The, the uh, Jewish. Yeah, Jewish reggae rapper. No, no. I'm. I'm. I've. <laughs> I just started getting into reggae because of Vanalia because she came on the last oh, nice. podcast and okay. then we played with her and then she showed me you guys and. Then I heard more and like Pepper, and now I'm like getting into it more and more. But I j- I'm a noob, so like, yeah. So am I. Modest Yahoo. I'm Modest Yahoo. I know Weird Al. With an emphasis, emphasis on oh, the Weird Al. Weird Al did a song like that. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. A Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I saw because that's what songs. clicked in my head right now. Yeah. Okay. Weird Al keeps it but current. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so uh, Modest Yahoo was giving you what happened? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah. But the first song you played with us. So everybody that was in the crowd had spent the entire day drinking beer. Indulging. Okay. Indulging. <laughs> and not a lot of people were into it well, by the time it was his turn to play. And that was unfair to him. Mm. So All right. Understandable. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> so that was a really nice with way an to action is yeah. a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very civil. That was a really nice... <laughs> rode off into the sunset there. If, <laughs> any, if any of us could ever be a politician, it's definitely... Yeah, that's not so <laughs> Oh, we got the movers walking in. Oh, look. Don't mind the Santa suit passing by. They got right? Never mind the Santa suit. No. What's up, guys? Christmas. Is that's actually show? an awesome Christmas. Santa. Is Spider-Man going to fight Santa? <laughs> Spider Man's actually delicate. Like, They're doing some green screen magic uh, in the back. Honestly, he's all, right. all show. Yeah, oh, like he's, he's a little, he's a little delicate. Ryan, do we change the office around? Uh, <laughs> oh, Miles, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I like how he looks more. Like he looks more. Did you? I was reading about that. It's a, you know. Yeah. Uh, the artists get on the mic. The artists. No, everyone does that. on Obama. Yeah. Donald Glover, which is dope, right? Like it, it, it was around in 2011. I could see that. Miles Morales, Spider-Man came out. <laughs> yeah. You want to hold it, maybe, so I you could should. still chill back there. Right? <laughs> I don't want to make the noise. The noise. Yeah, no. Um, the artist go. who created Miles Morales, the Black Spider-Man, based his image on Obama and Donald Glover, which is just awesome. He but told. He told like it said that in an interview. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Um. It was it was when <laughs> uh, Obama was getting elected when they started coming up with the idea for a black Spider-Man to just change him, you know, because there's hardly any black major superheroes, you know, that kind of thing. So Donald Glover, not proud. <laughs> yeah, no, it was bad. That was August yeah, for, for the people out there. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Will Smith movie? <laughs> 
terrible. So, Kevin, how did you get in here? In into the bands? Yeah, because uh, you're you were last, right? Yeah, out of everyone. Is that, yeah, we went chronologically, but certainly us? not least. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, like they mentioned, uh, my band Motion Ocean. They were like a ukulele band, just very fun and happy. Uh, <laughs> we played a show with with Motion Ocean. I'm sorry, with Nonstop to Cairo, and I was blown away. Like I remember seeing these guys just so much energy and just moving around. This guy took his shirt off, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a trade. all over the place. And <laughs> it was just a great sound. I remember, I think Haja was the trumpet player at the time. Haja was, yes. And he was just energetic. Like, w- you know, we play a little bit different, and I've, l- I've learned to get a little bit more, like, just hitting those lines, you know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I remember being blown away by the performance many years later. And I bought, the, I bought your CD. <laughs> I remember that the one the, the we one charge one. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was after you were in the band, right? the blue airplane. That was long before that. What's the timeline? Wow. Yeah, it was blue and yellow. That was How long ago was this? Like yeah. a few years. Uh, ago. 14, 2015. It's like four or five years ago. Yeah, sometimes. Wow, yeah, it was around that. Twenty fourteen, probably. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then, uh, I guess last year was it last year when you messaged me. Maybe two or two years, years ago. It's no, it's been Jesus. two. It's been at least two, two years. years yeah, ago. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I remember that summer, <laughs> and I was like, Nah, I don't want to be in a band. And then that was like June. I told you, he turned us down. And he was then, like, You're the <laughs> <August>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then August, like the month. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't. Op- I didn't. That happens all the time. At, uh, on sitar. That was the first time I ever like tried to do my own sitar. Thing. Yeah, that's he's, cool. He's sick Wait, at. He's sick at. He plays a lot of every single instrument. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Like, and it was also flute. And actually, this thing. It was like when I just got this the synthesizer we're talking yeah. about. It does yeah. looping and like, so that was a huge part of my thing. And that's where Aqua Cherry was performing. Oh, the thing was Aqua Cherry broke up because Derek, their singer, went and had a family. <laughs> what is oh, that? Oh, that what kind of what is? Yeah. Yeah. He, he moved to Cali, right? Yeah, I think Derek moved to Cali. That wasn't back. enough. He put a yeah. whole country in between yeah. the two. Yeah. But that's true. I thought he moved back. I thought they moved he back. He did move back. He now he's back. back. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they came. They they regrouped without Derek as a singer and Chad, who's awesome. I love Chad, and he he was he became the lead singer. Whole new lineup, and then they asked me to join. I was the keyboard, flute, trumpet player, and it was just fun because I could do. Yeah. They let me do whatever the, the f I How, wanted. So, uh, the, <laughs> so three months after they asked you the first time. Yeah, and then yeah. they were like, they're like, please, yo, you should join nonstop. Uh, <laughs> Stu, Stu told me that. He's like, you should definitely join nonstop, but you should also consider joining us. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, that was it. And, and now we're here, or. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we like have other we have other musicians that come in and out, or have been a part of us for different, you know, uh, uh, different lengths of time. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about Nonstop is that we have like something that keeps us grounded, like anchors us down, is like as like what our sound is and and who we are, what we are, gives us a personality. Um, mm-hmm. And then every musician that comes in just like changes it a little bit. One of my good friends actually once uh, like quoted something to me, and I asked him who quoted it. He said I quoted it. It was me. I just said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. There is no famous person attached to this, but he was like, "You, you kind of take a piece of everybody you meet, and that's what you be, that's what you are. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of everybody you meet in every situation you've been in, yeah. and you piece it all together. And that unique, you know, group of experiences is what makes you who you are. So with nonstop, even though we are what we are musically, and we are what we are as like, a, a, you know, uh, I guess spiritually or just you know, as a band, our vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, every person that adds in." 
gives us something we've never had before. It makes us new and exciting. It gives yeah. us more of that energy that you've seen on stage. Like when these mm -hmm. guys joined in, like the energy level went up 100% just from having different sounds, different vibes on stage. It's like interacting on stage is what we do this for. Yeah. Uh, with the crowd, with each other, that's that's what you do this for. You know, We try to perfect our songs and do what we want to do for the studio, but it's really that live show and that energy and that that connection yeah, that yeah. brings us no, you know, you guys it happen, are, you know? You guys actually, are awesome, like, oh, what were you going to say? Yeah, well, I just wanted to add on, because um, kind of what Andrew was saying, like, you were the only horn in the bands you were in before, but then you were, like, part of a horn section. Exactly. That was, like, such a huge change for me, too. I, I played in a Funk Nasty, and there was a sax player, but I didn't really play trumpet. I was mostly keyboard in that band. So with these guys, it was just, like, trumpet, you, like, saxophone, trombone, and we were just, like, a family Whatever that connected, you, want. you know. Uh, over time, I just loved how we like developed and like on the live shows when we would just like make up parts like the padding and background chords or whatever. Like it was just so much fun just how yeah. we would listen to each other and, and just feel it out and make it happen on stage. You know? No, that's awesome. Mo, who's great? Oh, I wish Mo was here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do have some guys that aren't here right now. Mo and Vetter, Bombser, the yeah. sax player, the trombone player, the uh, the drummer. Um, we figured, you know, I mean. This is probably enough to fit in this room. We probably don't need a, a drum set. And There's yeah, room no, for I need room. a wider <laughs> camera. Look at that. Basically. We, just need, we need a bigger <laughs> office already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who, do you guys all write music? Or who writes I think the music? all of us have yeah. written. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's awesome. uh, a majority of the songs are, are uh, from Nick, actually, probably mostly um, me, Augie. Um, but anybody that any time that we bring something to the band, it gets it has all those pieces added onto it. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, Kevin's definitely even though he's one of the newer additions, he's been invaluable as far as uh, the stuff you've been able to add to the band. <laughs> See, that's why that's the only son that's the only that drip so much love. That's the only reason why he has that hair. That's why he absence. grew that hair. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I got sick and somehow at, at 36 years old I had shingles this year and it made me miss a couple shows. Oh, yeah, man, I was so glad. Too much. Oh, shingles? That's shingles. How do you like, that's how that's shingles on it's not like polio, bro. It still exists. No, I think wow. it's polio. <laughs> 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 it's not like no, no, no. It, it definitely What's yeah. Next? It, 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 it sucks and I had it I had it like on my forehead and like in my eye and I had like the worst head I've ever had. It was like a migraine times like ten. Whatever. Not. I just you can't headbang with shingles. Apparently, silver lining doesn't work. I got to play bass. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. yeah uh, but yeah. But knowing that he can play pretty much any instrument ever, uh, <laughs> he it was pretty easy to find a replacement for the couple shows. It worked out so really really well. <laughs> yeah. Too much fun. He doesn't want to play trumpet anymore. <laughs> and he knows I used to play trumpet. So I think he, yeah. In, I think trade. in his head, this is Switch this is switching up. up. Right? That's yeah. it. <laughs> Oh no, but yeah, I mean, right. you know, now we are what we are, and we're doing we're doing great things. You know, we came out with a full length album. Oh, it's almost two years ago now, right? Like a year and a half ago. It'll we spent two years in uh, February. Yeah, so almost two years ago, fifteen songs, fifteen tracks, and it took us a long time to write and record and produce and edit and master and do whatever we had to do with that album. Uh, came out with some of the best music of our career, and now we have in those two years toured and. You know, been able to get a little more under our belt as far as experience and uh, yes. notoriety so, out there. Uh, yeah, definitely. When's your first tour together? Was it recently? The no, we our first, first tour, tour was 2012, I think. We yeah. went to Florida with our boys Oogie Wawa, Oogie Wawa, Oogie Wawa, and oh, yeah. uh, nonstop teamed up Brothers. to shoot down to Florida. 
and uh, that was our first tour. It was that was fun. Yeah, was, was that fun. like how crazy? Was and now that? we're chasing was the dragon ever since then. You catch you know, that first hit. They had been down there. Oogie had been down there a few times before they went yeah, down they there with us. Yeah, they brought us. And, and uh, you know, they had a, they had some good connections. They made great connections. Those guys are like like the nicest people on the planet. It's like sickening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they are. They're great. And uh, we played with them out in out in Suffolk, which was one of our first times going out into Suffolk. Like we had been upstate. We had been to other states before uh, we went out the, to Suffolk County. Yeah. The first time yeah. we met them though was at Mulcahy's. With um, Rick's old band, uh, Maui Wowie and Oogie oh, Wawa. Yeah, 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 Maui Wowie and the Good Vibrations. The three of us and played it at uh, Mulcahy's probably in, nice. what was that, like 2011 or something? I'm starting to not want to. You have the best anymore. memory. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? You could be saying any numbers. And but what day of the week was it, Nick? What day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, so shortly after that show, they were booking another tour, and they wanted to book a supporting act to try to help the show out. They wouldn't have to play four hours, and you know we'd get the opportunity to play places we haven't been before. Uh, and it worked out great. I mean, our vibes work. Their fans love us, uh, vice versa as well, which has uh, always been very comforting. Mm. Um, and I'm sure, yeah. like a lot of fans of like they, in re- reggae community, like you know, they don't just stick to one band, you know. Oh, Spread yeah. it out. No, that's that's true. True. Yeah. But our like entry entry level when we, when we were coming into the scene, we we didn't technically have like the most reggae sound. So cool. we didn't know how it was going to pair off with their fans kind of mm. accepting what we were dishing out and when it ended up being a good vibe and people like fucking with us, even though we weren't technically reggae, like we knew we had something special, you know. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even consider it because they were like, because uh, I, I told you I wasn't big into reggae before, yeah. so they were like nonstop at Cairo. So I YouTubed and I r- saw the intro video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, That's not very reggae. Yeah, no, but I, I was like, I love this because I love hip hop. That's pretty much all I grew up on. But now I'm getting more into spreading my wings, you know, yeah, getting yeah. some more music in there. But uh, I re- saw that. I was like, Yeah, definitely, dude. Like, this is amazing. So I love that song, but. I'm gonna get more into you guys now. Uh, but I mean, it, it's, just like you said, Joe, it's kind of how like I started out with these boys because, you know, I've emceed for years now that I think about it. And um, when I got back out to Long Island, coming from Florida, I was like signed down there with Nighttime Productions, just doing hip hop, touring, uh, putting out mixtapes, you know, going the whole, through the whole spiel. The sound that they created, I felt like I always had a live producer around me. And like I, I kind of got bored with hip hop within those years. It's just there was something about it I wasn't feeling. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd get like writer's block. But when I was hanging out with these guys and they were just making these beats on command, like something just off the top of their head, that got me excited again. I started writing again. Yeah. So I mean, for me as a as a as a rapper, MC, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it, it just it kind of like lit my fire. And you yeah. know, I'm still here to this day because of them. You know, being Hell able yeah. to on the fly with something crazy and dope. You that's know, that's pretty awesome. That's exciting for me. Yeah, man. So that's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Because, uh, you know, with, with music, like, you know, you, you don't ever want to be stagnant. You don't ever want to be caught in kind of this, this bubble where, all right, we know what you're coming with. 
Mm-hmm. You want to be kind of raw, unexpected, something different every time because, you know, that's that's what people are out there for. Yeah. At, le- at least I feel that way. So you, you were know? just, like, throwing music on SoundCloud before you met these guys? and sure. like Boy, if <laughs> I gave you the... Have you ever heard of MySpace? Boy, we yeah. were out there. We were out there. Fuck a SoundCloud. We were out there. Profile it songs. Like, it was crazy. I mean, I was, I was selling mixtapes on college campuses. We, we used to go to, like, Hustle. Panama City Hustle on... On the strip, and I mean, people showed love. The down south is a little different from New York, you know. <laughs> oh, hey man, buy my mixtape, like motherfucker. Out your mind, I never heard of you. Um, no, but we did really well down there, and uh, you know, once I had, like kind of chilled with that and moved back up here, I was, I was just the brother on the couch for a while, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed on that couch for what two, three years <laughs> in the studio, just listening to music, and then one day. Just got on the mic and started rapping, and they were like, "You guys, oh, I think yeah. I got something." <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you start singing, when you start singing, when Nick- you were in high school choir. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you in choir because I was playing trumpet <laughs> in the band. And you, you were, were in, in choir. choir. He was in the choir. So, so, many so when I moved, <laughs> when I moved to Baldwin from Brooklyn, there wasn't like too many things I was doing because I I didn't know anybody. So. Anything like in school, academe, I was trying to like get into because you you're trying to meet people. Um, and my mother wanted me out of the street. <laughs> um, so one of the things I, I picked up was actually like choir in middle school. I'm going through uh, the Baldwin choir in middle school, and I found out I had somewhat of a voice. Tenor? Yes. Uh-oh. At the time. <laughs> and uh, did that. Uh, ended up getting into concert choir, which is more of a selective choir in high school. And did straight four years there, Nisma, all that stuff. But uh, I was I was kind of like the uh, the blackest of sheep. Um, <laughs> um, I really I really did enjoy it. Uh, I just you know academe to me and the studying and music theory. I wasn't feeling it. Little did I know later on, as these guys are going, you know, oh that's an E, that's in D. I'm like, what the hell are they talking? Yeah, you know, I, I don't I kinda speak that. Would have yes, exactly, exactly. That. Yeah, go to school, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that music, that. having that that background in music is like it. It's great to like hone your skills through the technicality of like what you learn uh, playing any instrument or or writing a song and actually trying to put it down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Definitely broadens your mind, yeah. but it's better used, in my opinion. Like if I come up with a song, I'm not thinking like like what note has to come after what note or what you know how many beats have to fit in this measure i don't think it like i yeah. just feel it you just feel it mm. and then when somebody asks t- ask they, somebody else comes up to you and says wow that's dope what notes are you playing and you're like wow i never thought about that uh, <laughs> you have nothing to answer them with <laughs> like, <laughs> like i want to learn your song what do i play i, I don't know what you play i didn't write it down i yeah. have no idea yeah. <laughs> so can, can't you just listen to it no no oh. but that that's where it really helps that you can define what you're doing and kind of put a an idea, of what, and that's one of the reasons why Kevin helped us out so much. And Nick has a, a great uh, mind for music theory, and being able to write something, come up with it, and then have these guys just be like, "Well, that's this, that, and the other thing," and the arpeggio of that, and then it's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. dude. Uh, so many compliments. I love them. <laughs> like you guys love each other here. It's great. There is a lot of. We're going out to a diner after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're all gonna have coffee. Is that the one that's lighting up half of Long Island? Dude, I, see, I saw that diner. driving in. <laughs> a blue and red lights. Oh, Seriously, wow. it looked like it looked like, like a, a diner of out of Tokyo, like bright, that. just neon yeah. bright. Yeah. You cannot <laughs> miss it. That's where we want to go. Somebody shining a floodlight in your eye. 
Obviously, here. the lights worked. It lured you guys in. <laughs> it That's did. what they're so there for. <laughs> There's a few. No, but um, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, for me, it's um, it's very humbling, and I, I appreciate it. You know, like a guy like Kevin or Nick. With their technicality in music, being able to be like, yo, August, that's cool how you drop to the minor. And I'm still like, what? Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's, it just goes to show. So slowly, like, I'm learning from them. But it's impressive to see guys who know that much about music and music theory kind of give you a compliment and you're still figuring things out. You know what kind of pisses me off is that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know what the fuck? I hate everybody. Yeah, yeah. You don't know any Everyone's too positive. Nothing. Yeah. But everything you make up sounds real good. Like it fits. You know. It right, I was just you, about bro. to ask you, you, what are, scale. Like, what are you thinking when you write a part? Like when we jam, sorry, uh, <laughs> no, you come up with melodies and stuff and they're all like in the key, just naturally, you know? You don't know what fucking key we're in, but no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. It's happened so many times. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I so, appreciate like, that. You don't really need all of it. It, it helps communicate. What's your process when you're writing? Do you, you don't think musically. You just think if it rhymes in the, like, I don't. Oh, man, I wish I had my paper on me because I, I wanted to show Nick. We Nick sent me this thing on uh, WhatsApp, and I've been writing to it. I just I just love the beat. Mm. Um, I'm the worst. I feel, personally, I'm, like, one of the worst writers ever. <laughs> You're wrong. What do you mean? Um, no, you know, my my mindset sometimes writing is just very discombobulated and um, a lot of rappers standard 16 bars and you want to go through it. Um, sometimes in my 16s, I write line one, line two, eight, nine, <laughs> 12. You <laughs> them in, like Tetris? Well, <laughs> To a, to a degree, like some of it, you, a lot of artists write to write. I try to write with a little more substance. Um, Nick will come up with a part and I kind of get the idea through the course of like what we're writing about and like that feel for it. And then I, I just start going, but sometimes I miss a couple lines and I'm like, well, what would work with this to make that feel correct and have a cohesiveness where I'm spitting it and or singing it and it, it all makes sense at the same time. It's a cool flow to it. Yes, yeah. you know people. Um, you know people write different. Do you obviously like mostly people write the lyrics after they hear the beat? Is that kind? Of, is that what you guys do? Is that what you do? Oh yeah, most definitely. Because um, like Talib Kweli, I had this guy on. He was like a rap scientist. He called himself. Uh, what's his last name? Martin Miller. His last name is Miller. Was it Dr. Dre? I forgot. It was <laughs> it was like <laughs> 70 episodes ago. But no, he knew his stuff. And he was he was saying now he talked to Talib Kweli and he wrote the lyrics and then would just fit it to the beat that they gave him. Well, uh, I know my guitar teacher, um, Mike Fink in New World Music. What up? Um, he told me that Billy Joel wrote most of his songs he wrote the lyrical melody first. He wrote the hook first, and I'm like, fuck. It's not easy to I, do. I write I'm sure it's a lot Most of the time, harder. most of the time, not all the time, sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night, have a fucking melody stuck in my head, and I have to get to my phone real quick yeah. and sing it. Uh, and then at 3.30, the I get that WhatsApp wow. text like, <laughs> <laughs> chords first. Yeah. 
and then I'll start to hear melody from the chords. But mm-hmm. to hear that, like, wow, he just he just hears that melody. Yeah, you know, I think Eminem does that shit too, because he'll fit a billion words in there. Like he's doing it for. I think he well, must write sometimes. Well, I mean, no, you know, a lot of a lot of guys, and I mean, they'll tell you, you you write to write because you need the practice. Uh, there's there's things you're going to figure out as you continue practicing, like with anything else. You know, these guys didn't get as good as they are if they didn't practice. And I mean, with being a rapper, an MC, or a songwriter, I think a part of that kind of goes into it. As long as you continue writing, you you just develop more um, and become, hopefully, you know, what you're trying to look for as an artist. Mm-hmm. And so it can be tough. I mean, for me, I, I feel like it's tough, but at the end of the day, the shit that we actually put out recording, like I could, I could go up against anybody, and you yeah. know that's how I feel after I'm done with it, or like that final process. So, yeah, man, fuck yeah, it's dope. So you guys obviously brought some instruments, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. Would you guys plan on like jamming? What were you gonna thinking about? We were thinking about a couple different songs, maybe a jam. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe warm up the maybe voice. Maybe a freestyle if we get there. Oh. If we get there. If we get there. I mean, I, I'm not musical, like I said, but I can sit and listen to music all t- like freaking all day. Yeah. Like, I'll just watch Vinalia practice. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it. Like, I can do that all day. So, I love hearing it, man. So, whatever you guys want to do. However, do you guys just chill at home and jam, right? And or wherever you we, practice. Living in the same town, we, you know, our whole lives, we just we had a studio that. Basically, we took over more than half of my parents' garage, <laughs> and we built a wall <laughs> and put up a door with a lock. <coughs> Dude, that's and what Vana Lee did. She did the same exact garage thing. Now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, really? Your dad let me in one time. Well, no, no. Now, now they can. But when we first, when we first did it, we made a... No, we just built a studio, and they're, they're gracious enough to have us just jam and have a place where we can uh, you know, just get in the right headspace to, to make the music yeah. we want to do. But uh, but yeah, yeah, we used to jam there all the time. Yeah, uh, it started out in Nick's, de- Nick's basement, and then a couple mm. times, a uh, couple times at my upstate house, but mostly just in that garage. When we were supposed we to be in school. <laughs> 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 Sorry, mom. That is the best time to write, Seriously? kids. You guys that is the best time to write music when you're supposed when to when you're be supposed to be in, in school. school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're yeah. still being productive. Oh yeah. There you go. I never said we were role models. Just <laughs> 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 claim. <laughs> rolling around 11. Get <laughs> 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 things started. All right, so you got there eventually. Yeah. The guilt that you know, feel for would, not being we would in meet school. around 11 to start jamming. Oh. <laughs> Gives you some great inspiration. Did you got So is this like you all it? y'all full-time jobs now? Like this is what you guys do? I wish yes. that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have no, I wish that was. It the is, we, but it's not kind of because we have to make money still. You know, yeah, like <laughs> side. Do you have side stuff? Yeah, we treat. You know, the you go out on tour, and then you come back from tour, and there are seasons that are better for touring, and then seasons that are better for writing and and mm. making records and stuff. Um, yeah. It takes a lot of money to put out a record, and then to get the merchandise, and then. Uh, the costs and expenses, everything that it is to bring seven people on the road. Dude. So it takes a long time to kind of just build that all up. You need something at first to kind of back yourself up. And yeah, like management. 
mean, I would love to be handed enough money to make that happen. But right <laughs> now, we got to make it happen ourselves. You know, so we're we're in jobs that that make it mostly easy for us to get out and do the things we need to do. Flexible. And you keep it in your in your mind that you're, uh, you know, that that this is your goal. So one thing is feeding the other, and you you, you know, know where the you're priorities going. are straight. You, know? you just gotta, you know. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And I must say, without a label, we've been doing all right. <laughs> I think you guys. Are, seems like it. What's your take on what's going on here? Nah. We're just going to play Phil Collins the whole night. Is that okay? I love Phil Collins. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. Girl. <laughs> you be a <laughs> Alright, what are we doing? Chicken? Chicken. Chicken. Yo, yo. Alright, this is a song from uh, Dabble Heavy called Chicken in My Oats. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I wake up every day, it's every day, every day, every day, as if the sun believes in me. It believes, it believes, it believes. Another memory saved. What is worth, I'm running out of space. But I would wait for you. All this I'm believing And I would wait for you Left me all alone Well I don't like drinking on my own It takes me to this place so when living catches up, you run out of room. Well, so can you help me out? I find it hard to breathe. Just my luck, I've been drowning in my dreams As a youngin' was a puppet, people always pulling strings Cutting my ties, I know who I want to be I used to run the corners, pump to get the green But in due time, want to feel the summer breeze If you look into the mirror, tell me what you see I find out I'm my own worst enemy Me, it's me, yup They gave the streets onto us Paint the town red, be sure to run them up no design to silence, but if your voice ain't heard, proceed to riot. Oh man, that drama swallows me to a somber state. That's why we blow, zoning like all the live long days. Struggling to tread that water, knowing the bends do ache. When them waves crash down, that is the point I break, break, break. I don't like drinking on my own. It takes me to this place, so. And just when living catches up, you run out of Come on, Kevin, take it away.
Come on, Andrew. Amazing, dude. That was, dope. That was that really was good. I appreciate I should it. Yo, it sounds delayed good clap. Here, maybe. What? <laughs> it sounds good in here. Man. Yeah, well, yeah. it sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know why the sound guy might be pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I don't know. <laughs> awesome, bro. That was awesome, though. Yeah, we Who wrote that one? Play, uh, that was started by Nick. Uh, Nick. Oh, there it Nick is. special. Yeah. I think. Did I write the breakdown and you wrote the whole... You, Nick wrote the me and the verse, the chorus. Uh, and I wrote the breakdown of that song. That's I love it. Everyone, like, adds pieces. Like, isn't it usually different? Isn't it usually, like, there's someone who writes and then everyone else? Or no? It's not how it goes. It depends on how orchestrated. Yeah. You know, you know every, every band has a different style. Some of them need to be super orchestrated or super produced in order for it to, you know, feature the vocalist the right way. In, in a lot of rock music, you know, we're reggae, but we're reggae rock. Or we're funk, but we're funk rock. Um, whatever we're doing, there's that rock element, and that's just like this raw energy and not yeah. ever exactly anywhere. Like, you just kind of, every time we play a song, it's a little bit different, and it's because of the people we have there. When we wrote that song, I think three members of the band right now weren't in the band. Yeah, you're right. You're a long right. time ago. So the song sounds completely different now than it did then. I so because good. of all those little pieces. The solos were awesome. I loved it. Don't do that chiming, people giving us money. What, you heard a chime? <laughs> yeah. No, someone followed. Is that Twitch or is that a different <laughs> yeah, yeah, streaming know, service? <laughs> did, <laughs> did somebody just get paid? I didn't hear a chime. Someone what is this, like PBS? Someone followed. That's how Twitch does it. They throw you a little chime. That's my social channel that I lose followers and gain followers. All right. Oh. It tells you when you lose followers. You have lost followers, and you have gained followers. That's it. Thanks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me in limbo. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We got, like, a little... I like how we have... Um, so, yeah, they just walked in. We got 
This is my friend Ryan. This is my friend What's Josh. What's up, man? Dylan back there. What's up, bro? Uh, who's Yo, is that a rocking chair, Dylan? Yeah, he's in You're a rocking chair. <laughs> That's I'm Cat's so jealous chair. right now. Seriously, he just needs that cob yeah. pipe done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ryan. So That's a true story, though. How'd you Yo, make shout it? out to Ryan, first of all, because he's in a band. <laughs> Ryan's in a band? Yeah, he's in a band, too. Doses, or I don't know. Doses What's it called this week? <laughs> yeah. What? yeah. Dude, that's a great Doses name. Doses and what? Doses and mimosas. Ryan, what you, we're going to interview you now. What, what do you consider your genre? His, here, come over here. Get on the mic if you're going to talk. <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you got one right here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm not sure. Like, we definitely have all different influences. <laughs> Don't worry. That's, that used to sound like our answer for like six Chuck. years. I yeah. promise. I mean, yeah. like, I guess in like, if you first hear, you're like, oh, it's like a rock band. But we all kind of came from different places. Like, I'm more of a blues guitarist. Yeah. Um, our singer is definitely like a, a punk rocker. You know, our drummer is definitely a metal drummer. And like, our bassist is straight funk and like pop. So like all together kind of meshes in its own like fusion type sound. But awesome. definitely That's has elements of like wait, wait, classical. And, and plug that name again one more time. Doses and Mimosas. <laughs> Doses and Mimosas, folks. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Album coming yeah. soon. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're savage. They're savage. Yeah. They're savage. All delicious food. <laughs> But yeah, good dude. It sounds like most of my very days. Cool. Exactly. Very cool. Very <laughs> cool. To be honest, because uh, yeah, they walked in. So you know, you got to spread the love sometimes. Nonsense, you know, tries to do that, especially with I try uh, to, yeah. with the up and coming bands. Actually, we well, we all work together. So like, they're not just in a band. Like the reason we have this office is because he met uh, Chuck. His aunt met Chuck, the owner of Viper Studios, ah. through because she's his banker. Like that. Uh, that's that? how we're Chase. Chase, Chase, oh, Chase, Chase. Bank. Less. Less. That's how we got here. That's like, how small the world is. Have his banker. If she, uh, that what is it? What is it called? Branch. Branch. Branch manager. Yeah, branch manager. There you go. But that's crazy to me. Like that's how we got here. Like see if that she Long Island? It's all that. about the six degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Butterfly effect. All that. Ashton. Yeah, for sure. But that's it. It's the, it. It's networking. It's the only way it's ever gonna work. You got you find well, people this, that have the passion. And yeah, you, you make it happen. It's like what Augie said. Like until he came back, came and, and like hung out with you guys and like got the vibe of the creative vibe again when he wasn't writing. Like that's what it is here. Like we just come here and everyone's in that vibe and we do what we do. So it's like this. That's the same thing right there. Yeah, just you kind of reciprocate from that energy. Yeah, you know, people put out contagious. stuff, and you, yeah, you absorb that. I, I truly believe in that, definitely. Oh hell yeah! Dude. Speaking of putting stuff out, oh here, are we putting something <laughs> out coming up? Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh, so <laughs> are we supposed to say this? Wow, segway, yeah. <laughs> segway, beautiful. I, I like that, Nick. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. we uh, we took some time out this past summer, I'd say, right? Yeah, um, summer, early fall. Early fall. Early fall. Late summer, early September. fall. September. Wait, what? We practice the art of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the guys have dropped a single, or are dropping a single very soon. The which, guys? Wait, which guy? Yeah, the guys. <laughs> the guys. Are you the guys? Within this room and some who are not here. 
Oh, um, where did we record? To record in Roslyn at Sabella Studios, the famous Sabella Studios. Oh, now I love um, Jim. Yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim and Will, the, yeah. uh, Will Harris. Will Harris uh, did a great job engineering, and uh, Will Action Jackson Harris. Yes, yes, and it's um, it's the man. It's the man. I I really feel the song is cool. It's uh, it's definitely <laughs> a route of nonstop people haven't heard in a while. I'd say. If I click play on iTunes, I get a thirty second preview. Does that does that apply here? No, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that far along. <laughs> but very no, soon. Right. Um, yeah, oh. we got a uh, we have a big show coming up in Roslyn at um, yes. uh, the new My Father's Place, which was a pretty famous historic venue back in the day um, that my father actually played in with his band. Now this is at a different spot, but uh, but it's pretty cool to play at the same same venue. It has a lot of history. That's awesome. Uh, if really you guys does. haven't heard of it, uh, my father's place has definitely brought through some huge acts. And um, Michael Epi Epstein introduced the world yeah. to Chuck knows what's going on. He's like <laughs> mouthing what <laughs> you're saying. Well, like, no, he already I like knows the fact that he's smiling, say. and yeah. he should be because um, it was in dope. Dope venue back in the day. Epi is quite the character. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Well, we should go into that. Him, yeah, we've, met, uh, we've met Dennis McNamara, who is yeah. I heard of him. famous. Uh, so for the last uh, radio DJ for yeah. the last two and a half years, when we when we first finished recording Dabble Heavy, um, the job that I my day job that I work at, uh, um, Epi happened to shop there one day, and Epi is this like just full of personality, full of energy, uh, just going to tell you anything that hits the, his mind without a filter. It's amazing. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> um, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so great. It's so great. I love the man. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tongue tongue thing. Yeah, did, uh, He's the man. Um, no, Epi's great. He, does a, he, has a, he has a move. He has a move. <laughs> I can't do Chuck, it. Chuck, do you I know the move? Epi took a liking Epi, to Matt and uh, I told him he told me that he worked in music and I said, so does everyone else. Um <laughs> I didn't I no, seriously, that's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, so does everyone else, like the amount of people that come up and like tell you they're gonna do something for you or not, whatever. So I didn't believe him at first, and then eventually uh eventually I gave him a copy of the album. The next time that he came back in, he's like, we're going to do something with this. And we were lucky enough to have totally randomly this, this, this meeting. It's like, you know how they say, like, luck plays a big part? This was our luck. This is one of our lucky uh, meets. Um, and Epi, for the last, like, two and a half years, since we released Dabble Heavy, has been giving us kind of, like, like kind of consulting us on try to do this, try to do that, help us here, help us there, and make it, and make it happen. Dennis McNamara as well. When we released our vinyl uh, worldwide, we had it uh, being sold. I think we still we have it yeah. being sold in Europe and Germany, and which has um, been cool. He did some liner notes for the for the the record for us. Uh, said some really nice words about us, and mm -hmm. and throughout the years, it's it's been great working with them and just getting that insight. There's nothing else like that insight for Long Islanders. They they came through a lot, like with WLIR and and New Wave and everything they did. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so definitely shout out to to Epi and and. And my, awesome. and my father's place. And my father's place. Epi, Dennis, and Seth, who and have Seth, uh, for sure. oh, yeah. helped us out quite a bit. 
yeah, Seth uh, was able to get us those vinyls and helped us with the funding and, and distribution, which is also yep. amazing. So hey, uh, uh, Epi helped us get out to California. We oh. were able to play at this... Uh, the Sierra Nevada World Music Festival. Uh, a yeah. really high, prestigious <laughs> reggae festival where we felt kind of out of place. But, um, but it was... Man. We killed that yeah, shit, it, it please. Was, <laughs> it was amazing. I had a great amazing. time. <laughs> and I go back in a heartbeat. It was great. Yo, what's it like promoting overseas? Like you were saying, you were selling in Europe, Germany, and like how is how is that different from here? Like, how is there a lot more that goes into that? We don't know. We haven't got that far. <laughs> you said you're selling overseas, though. So, so you're not yeah. what's what? No, that's not quite accurate. We're not, well, no, no, we're not really great. selling. We tried to get over to Europe. We tried to introduce ourselves over there, and we still are trying. But we're, no, we're not. Most selling of what's being done for that is through uh, is through Seth. He's He's pushing to the people over there, getting it in the stores, and doing what he has to do to get the market going. Right. Um, he thinks that it, there's a couple pockets in Germany that would be that would like our. Yeah, we're shopping it over there. So we're shopping it's not. There. It's we're not shopping. being sold That's anywhere cool. yet. Yeah. But we're trying. Um, yeah. But we have it for sale at the local shows here, and we're trying to get it distributed around the U.S. as well. But uh, yeah, it's really about the new stuff coming out that we're that we're excited about. Yeah. Dropping this new single, doing this release party. Uh, going into the new year. Release party. Yeah, Ooh. that's uh, the one we're doing at my father's place. It's kind of like a Christmas. It's not really a release for the for the single. Just kind of we're going to have a party. Uh, have a party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really like Christmas holiday party with uh, our boys in Circadian Rhythm, SCR. Uh, yeah. They're doing some great things. Um, When's that show? That show is December 14th. That'll Friday. be a Friday, yeah. Friday, December oh, 14th. that's like next, next week. Yeah, it's coming next up. Friday. It's coming up. Yeah. yeah. I think um, we'll be there. Hell yeah, I'm going to oh, yeah. be there. I'll be there. We got uh, tickets for sale. Uh, link is in our uh, in the event page on our Facebook page. Awesome. It might be up on Instagram or... Make it I'll put it in the description. Sure it <laughs> It'll be before this airs. You guys, you guys <laughs> okay. like doing those big... No, I'll be putting this up tomorrow. Up. Like you've done like last year, you did the Bad Fish one, like right around New Year's. The Bad Year's. Fish yeah. holiday yeah. show at Mulcahy's was awesome. Was good. That was good. Yeah, like we um, going for those big targeted areas, right? People are home. It seems like every show I've been to that you've had around a holiday or anything like that has had a big crowd. Yeah, that is yeah, true. we we do like to choose as wisely as possible. You know, um, you can't play all your shows in one spot. So when you do, make it worth it. You know. Right. So if we have the opportunity with venues around here to do something on a big holiday or do something, you know, we'll make it happen. Yeah. And the Chris, the leading up to the holiday show, the New Year's shows have always been a tradition for us. Like, I guess the first real one that we did was the one at La Poison Rouge, right? Is that the first like holiday type show that kind of so. started it all? Yeah, we played at La Poison Rouge with. Uh, we opened with up for Red, Red Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Red Man. Yeah, Red Man. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. That there was, was like interesting. Red, and how Angelo Moore. Race fist. Race fist propaganda. Jeff Yep. Yeah, they were. Uh, uh, Redman has a skate shop, and Jeff had been working with the skate shop for a while in, Stat in, in Staten Island. I think yeah. he had gone and done photo, you know, photography for some of the events they had there. And and, and Angelo then, Moore came up and jammed. Yeah, with and then us. yeah, yeah from, and then uh, Angelo Moore from Fishbone, from Fishbone, which was played crazy. with us that night. He played on the what is it, the, thir Allman, the Thurman? Yeah. Thurman, Thurman, yeah, Thurman, yeah. German. Yeah, he played. On, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't play sax. He played the, the like the Thurman. two. Yeah, yeah, the two antennas. That's was, very cool. Did you guys easy. meet Redman? Or? Oh, yeah. Was he cool? Oh, yeah, I could picture him being like he's right. super chill. chill. <laughs> dude, there is. Really, right? really like, chill. Probably like chill. Chill. Dude. Down to Man, earth. Just a normal, a normal dude. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think of him like great. eating Cheetos. Like, what was that? <laughs> how high? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how high? Like, just licking his finger. 
I don't think they had Cheetos there, but he's not yeah. far off. Yeah. It's not, it's not far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, he, yeah, he's a great, he's a great, great dude. How, I want to know um, Dan's perspective. Like, how did you guys, did you hear about nonstop? Dude, when I first started thinking about doing the blog, I was, like, looking into A&R and doing all that. So I was, that's, like, my initial reason why I started it. And I was just like, let me look up every local venue on Long Island or in the city and see who's playing. And I really, at first, was like, I'm not even going to look for a genre. Just look for what their names are. And they're like the first name that I was looking at the Paramount just stood out to me. So me and my friend were like, yo, let's see who this band is. And the first song I listened to was Rooted. And I kind of fucking fell for you guys right there, dude. Like, I was like, yo, this <laughs> music is awesome. Like, yeah. That was pretty fucking dope. Just to like, just by seeing your name. And I was like, and when you guys played that show, like, that's what sold it. Playing that show just because, like, you were opening up for a bigger band, not like many people there, but you played like the whole thing was sold out. And that, that was what sold me like right away. Just like, like you jumped in the crowd, and I was like, there's nobody even here, and he's still <laughs> fucking dancing around. Like, like, I love that. Like, you guys showed that you had heart no matter what. And oh, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and and every show I've been to, dude, you've done it every time. Yeah, if there's, a, if there's a stage I can jump off of, I'll jump off of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, play, so you guys played, bring uh, that, that energy. hot-ass festival, the Munostock yes. this summer. Yeah, you oh were yeah. still jumping around in there. I, was, I thought I was going to pass out just standing oh, on that black top. Oh, yeah, yeah, that ridiculous. Oh, it was so hot. It was so hot. That was... I was like, how the hell are you dancing and We were in the batting right? cages. Oh, we were in the batting oh. cages going nuts. That, was, that, yeah. that shit was so much Dude, fun. I was so sweaty. After, I think I threw that shirt out. Like, I was really upset. Sure that, I was just like, this is no I was really upset there was no alcohol there. And then I was like, I probably would have threw up already with how fucking hot it is. Yeah. You remember? In the, yeah, in the parking oh, lot. Outside. No, I saw you guys drinking by the fucking batting cage. Wow. Well, we, <laughs> we might have snuck a few. <laughs> Yeah, I remember Vetter bringing like a, a cooler. He was he was like, he came late. He was like, yo, what up? And he just, he brought it from work. He did work. a kid yeah, straight yeah. from work with a cooler. That was so nice of him. Yeah, Yo, so you, I saw you guys so hiding in that bro. one area so without prepared. a camera. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse came through the door. Yeah. They didn't yeah. bother. What? Oh, I got no, that. Was, yeah, that was. No, that was really cool. Yo, actually, yo, you want to play Rooted for him? First song. Let's play Rooted. Yo, we actually, let's. Rooted. Yeah, let's do it. What are you let's, doing? Let's just play Rooted. It was your first song. Why not? Wow. This is for, yeah. Fine. For Dan. <laughs> Why not? We do, do it for Dan. For you, man. <laughs> <laughs>
come my way. You want that I'm a coach with something to say. I said, hey, kitty, what's this all about? Then he said, meow, 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 meow. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, hey, man, I show you jungles. But I cannot run away, cat. But I can save you, give you paradise. I cannot run away. Come with me now. I can't get it on. <laughs> that's uh, an old one we recorded. That one at Sabella. Yes. Yeah. We've kind of gone uh, back and forth between Blockhead Studios with our boy Tom and Deer Tom. Park, yep. which mm. we did Dabble we Heavy. We did Dabble Heavy on Dabble Heavy. The album before that we did at Sabella. Yeah. So. The album before that, which doesn't exist really anymore, we did at Blockhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the new one is at Sabella. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> new single. Yeah, just a single, just a single. We got some, uh, we got some other stuff up our sleeve, though. I think we're going to be, I think 2019 is going to be a good year for now. So. Most definitely. We got some. Go over there, too. Right nice ones coming up. But Balcony, awesome. the one that we're, uh, that we're coming out with uh, at the end of this year. Balcony, balcony? is. Uh, How do you guys. Wait, Balcony? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> that's normal. Yo, that's just because. It's just because that lick Someone's is so hot, nine one one. The last thing you just played was such, such fucking fire, bro. Nobody be Sax just coming he's out the reek. <laughs> right no, he's killing it right now. Yeah, he's loving it. More fire. He's having a good time. Wait, so, so it's called Balcony? Yeah, Balcony. Yeah, the song's called Balcony, actually. Yeah, Balcony, how it's, uh, <laughs> it has... You can tell him, Malcolm. How, how, What's that? Where did Balcony come from? Yeah. Let's see. The origin of the Balcony. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those songs that I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> one of those. It's like, ah! 
I got this line in my head. <laughs> I sang it. Um, is that how it goes? A lot? Yeah. Well, most yeah. of it's actually... Like, yo, I, know the, I know this is cliche, but yeah. most of it is in the shower. Okay. I mean, I could see that because it's just, you know, it's relaxing in the shower. Ideas just yeah. pop in the shower. And then mm-hmm. it usually happens like two seconds into the shower. And then I have to make sure that I keep <laughs> the idea going throughout the whole shower or else I'll lose it. You got to record it in there, dude. You need a studio in I your shower. A wet, I need a wet recorder. A wet studio. <laughs> wet that could studio. Be a a water, where's Les Paul when you need him? Someone's going to have that. <laughs> Jay-Z is going to have that shit. <laughs> I want to make an observation. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. We're way better at talking to people when we have our instruments with us. Yeah. I think so. This could be the key. Have we? Like we're sitting have just we by ever? ourselves and we're just talking like this. Oh, God, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Don't well, ever invite us to do that. That's interesting because I always know what to do. Well, you, oh. you, know. <laughs> you never okay. have an instrument. Boom. That's the, yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about a podcast, too. It's like you're not going on your phone. And that's rare by itself. And True. then you know, like, you're there to talk to people. So it's like, it's just what happens. <laughs> and then you lose track of time. There needs too. to be a lot more of that. Yeah, man. It's absolutely. crazy. There's, that's why I love it so much. It's like, what else is there where you can just put your phone down and just like talk to people and learn about what they're all about? Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. We have to make This has been an hour and 19 minutes already. Down. Yeah. Make podcasts to be normal human beings that can just talk we to each other. <laughs> yeah. How many times did we hear pods up, we phones down? Dunkin' Donuts, and in yeah. 30 seconds, we heard sounds coming from everywhere in the building. It was crazy. <laughs> We're in the future, man, and it's scary. Well, it'll be <laughs> the, your phone's gonna be in your head, dude. It already just have it in there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Gonna be connected, cyborgs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I funny. We, had, we, had, we all had to come to a com podcast. <laughs> we all have to come to a podcast to put our phones down. Now, please be sure to get on your phone, phone to watch, and watch the this. <laughs> <laughs> Out there, <laughs> phone people, please. And it's crazy when we when you this is. Now I'm just going on a tangent, but like when I'm watching like sports, sometimes I'm like, I'm watching these people live, like they're living. I'm watching them live. And I'm, I, I don't know. Sometimes I get like, why am I watching this? I could be doing something else right now. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> Podcasts yeah. you live in. I don't know. It's true. That's, That's why reality yeah, now TV I'm shows are around and stuff, you know? Like true. People love watching other people's problems. It's kind of escapism. And they're the yeah. worst yeah. things you could ever set your eyes on. Exactly. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand them. Can't. This is ratchet, but I can't turn the channel Exactly. Off, it sucks because yeah. it's so bad, but you have to watch it. Like, Jersey Shore came back. Why? Did. I watched it. And I watched, I watched it. it. I, I said that. I couldn't wait. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> I, I ha- you have to. If you grew up, or if you How watched it you, when it was Did you watch it the whole way? No, nah, I, I think I... I think I said that the, sec- the second episode when Snooki was crying because she lost her earrings. <laughs> you know, and she's, no, she's dude, stumbling she over herself. Engagement. engagement, that's <laughs> yeah, what it is. Dude. She lost that. And then I'm like, I, this is ridiculous. These people got families at home. <laughs> and they're back in Miami. Wherever, no, freaking... Jer- I, Miami. Jersey Shore, obviously. They're going. <laughs> it's just like their families are watching this. Like one day the kid's going to be like, yeah, I watched that. That was my mom. I was one years old when they did that. Yeah. It's crazy. And then at that point, I was just like, you know what? But I was excited that my girlfriend was ex- as excited to watch it as I was because I had to. But that's it. It's, it sucks. There's so many reality shows. This could be a reality show. 
We played around the block it from is. that place it really from is, their yeah. original house in the Jersey Shore. We went on a, a pilgrimage there when we played. We played at Jack's Garage. Jack's Garage. Jack's Garage yeah, is a did. great spot. That place was filthy. Absolutely Everything there is insane. That sea- Seaside was Farmingdale High School's after prom spot. So like oh. that's where everybody would get up on the buses and go to Seaside. <laughs> and the stories that came from that was just like, I don't know how any of you were alive. <laughs> I really, I really didn't understand it. It was great fun. Sounds great. Never went. Never went. Always good fun. Something brewing, or is this like a little jammy? We just jamming. I like this it's background music. <laughs> so you guys, mm-hmm. you guys used to be a rock band. You said it used to follow. You were like you were a little more rockish. Yeah, I mean, we. That's what is like. We brought in reggae and we brought in funk, but the uh, the rock elements are still underlying in like the stuff that we do. Like that's yeah. where the energy mm-hmm. comes from when we're on stage. We're just trying to bring that out. Right. Yeah. When we were in. Um, you know, 30-pack Jack was borderline metal. Mm-hmm. That was a hard rock metal band. Yeah. And when we first switched over to Not Stop the Caro to fill the gap of those shows that we had booked, we we wrote our first songs that we wrote, because Nick and I have been writing for most of the bands that we were in, Black, you know, Blackout, 30-pack uh, Jack, and now this band. We've written the core of the music over time for, for all of those bands. Mm-hmm. So we had to learn how to write jam rock and then learn how to write metal. And we went straight from metal into this funky thing that we wanted to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the the metal and the hard rock just came with it. The energy just came with it. So I don't know. For me and Nick, I think it's just something that, that's natural for us to have that, that oh, inside of us. I think um, you guys do well at keeping that as part of what you do, especially live. Like you were talking before about you don't want anyone to expect what they come to. Like that jam session you guys start with, it's a completely different vibe from half the songs you'll then play the rest of the set, but it's like a great way to start off and like keep like you're saying, keep everyone on their toes. Like nobody comes in like knowing what to expect. So exactly. like you're kind of like incorporating that rock. Oh yeah, half the time we don't even know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It ha- that's doing that on stage. It's a double-edged sword at the same time, but yeah. um, that that unexpectedness, that you know, that spark when we when we jam even in the studio. Like some of our songs have even come from that. Aside from Ezo and Nick, I was gonna you know, say like writing the majority of the songs, we'll be like jamming in there, and then somebody's like, "Holy shit, we need to press a recorder." Somebody get out their phone real yeah. quick. Yeah, there'll yeah, be yeah. a sequence where it's like, "Yo, we can't lose that." Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, so is that's that really that's cool how too. you guys came up with that one that you start your shows with, for the most part? The um, yeah, I mean, wait, uh, Nick, you, you don't wrote, Phrygian or yeah, Phrygian. Uh, I actually uh, you wrote I, I had that as a song. I had that as a song idea, which had lyrics and, and all this stuff, but um, but I didn't get to present it that way to the band. Because we just started jamming. Because we, we, <laughs> right, we did right, it totally right. different yeah. than he had. We weren't writing. Couldn't fit the lyrics <laughs> to it. Yeah, we, we weren't like writing new songs. We like, but, that's but I wanted, but I really liked yeah, what about that, one that, that horn line. Can we hear a little bit of that? Like a little. Yeah. What is it? It was like, hey guys, I got just this like new a song. Taste. We started doing the riff, and we're like, no, we have a new song. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called, Fragile? Go, go. 
dope, dope, dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not one, not two, but three. Break it down. On them, we straight for that racehorse, no state form, that great horse, that state spawn, that start to hire me, they bonds. Couple bands in that gear, know that drop top in that beam. I hold that deuce up in that R, you know, car talk, yeah, that mean. If you don't know how the hell we got here, Rizzo on the move, now you got a fucking sound now. If you don't know how the hell we got here, nonstop got us on the live interview countdown. <laughs> That was a freestyle, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. gentlemen. What? 
Yeah. That was absolutely oh, fucking awesome. When Joe said, can you play like a couple seconds of it, I did not think you were going to do the whole thing. Yeah, that that was, was started. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, stop it. that was great. It's For like, those of you who can't see, Kevin, older. who's playing the trumpet, is also playing the synthesizer with the other hand. <laughs> At the same No, and a guitar. At the same guitar damn time. time. And the guitar is leaning on his leg for a little bit No, later. he played with the guitar to start, then he went to the trumpet. He three, was going to take three, his three, he sock off. Three hands. <laughs> While drinking a Modelo. <laughs> isn't it, doesn't it, doesn't it just piss you off? Isn't it just yeah, right. sick he's, of he's that So, Kevin, do you, uh, do you actually know how to play every instrument? Is that for real? Is there I something mean, you don't, don't shake know how to play? Like, <laughs> it's kind of true. Oh. Yeah. I'm not good at the microphone, apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't sing? Do you sing? So he can hold he does, note. but no one yeah. can ever hear him. What's he's going not good on? At the Who is this guy? No one wants to hear that. Like the, the supporting, <laughs> I can do supporting harmonies. You know, that's fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I used is to that... sing in my church choir. I was a tenor also. So is it? It's just something that comes naturally to you. Like every instrument, you'll pick it up and be like, oh, freaking. Well, oh, I got this. Yeah. I remember I I had bought a violin one yeah. time and I tried to learn that and I was like. I don't have the time That's in my some life hard to shit. dedicate to learn <laughs> this fucking is it's tough. so hard. Violin. Certain instruments are way easier and like like guitar, anyone out there listening who wants to learn guitar, it's a month of sounding like shit. <laughs> then you got it. That's it. A <laughs> month really. Guitar, that's what I'm saying. Guitar For you is, probably. I mean that, like you got to get everything has its own like you don't even Pumps need all your fingers. Over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, he's got he's missing. He's, hey, he's missing a half a finger. He can oh, still play a bunch like. of hand. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yes. You're missing yeah. a finger. That's actually one yeah, of the man. reasons why I'm in nonstop today. Because yeah, he's missing a finger. Because he lost a finger. Because he can't flip you off. We lost. Oh, we lost a finger. We gained an you off. Guys, don't mind Santa. Santa Claus walking behind. It doesn't. It just doesn't mean as much, Nick. I'm sorry. I'm not that angry that you did. You get the right hand. Right. <laughs> He's serious. You know if you get the right hand. So, do you no, guys? Uh, not be able to do you guys all play your favorite instrument, or do you have a favorite instrument Ooh. that you don't play? Ooh. I. What? That's a great Good question, question, bro. That's a great like question. That's Thanks. pretty fucked up. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and uh, Andrew might have interesting answers to that. I play guitar. I, I love guitar. Guitar is definitely my favorite. Mm. All right. I yeah. like learning other instruments. I'm learning. Keyboards, kind of, mm -hmm. and you know, but guitar speaks to me in a way that no other instrument does. So I'm content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can express myself most through the bass. Uh -huh. I love the sounds of other instruments. There's a lot of stuff out there that I, that I, you know, I would love to know how to play. The glass harmonica. Give me a break. The glass That's harmonica. Glass harmonica. No harmonica. Oh, harmonica. No glass harmonica. Age of silence. Do we not know the glass harmonica? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know that one. Please. It's the coolest instrument ever. Ben Franklin. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. He created an instrument called is it the glass shape harmonica. of a key? Steve. Oh, it's like it are you is, recording? It looks no, like vibes. No, it's all right. It looks I was like, going like, to see if you want to look up a glass harmonica. Oh, please look it up. With a silent like, and With and a we, silent we put it up there. <laughs> no. All right. So, so it's like, it's like vibes or marimbas. You use that like it's look, it looks like that. It has a pedal. Just use that and airplay it. And it has glass bowls. Glass harmonica. It has Without glass an H, It's bowls. not a harmonica. Can you smoke it? On top of it, right? <laughs> I get it has water. It if has you put it, it in has pipe. Yeah, you could definitely smoke it. Give me give me like 
Give me, give me an what's, ounce what's, in a few minutes, and I'll get, I'll give you, I'll give you something to smoke out of. What's yeah. Andrew's favorite? <laughs> 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 That's my favorite answer. Glass, glass, glass art. Ooh, sounds of a glass art. Is that it? Saxophone. That's, that's it. it. A glass art. That, that is the sideways version of it, but the original one was laying down. Like Dude, it's dope. Shell. It's the coolest instrument ever. Looks like ever. a conch shell. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> I, ben Franklin. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I wasn't is kidding. Ben Franklin? It looks like he's blowing glass. This is Ben Franklin's great, 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 like, grange. How is he playing the cups? He's is that a, the, is that a leaf? He's playing oh. the wine glass. It's like on a motor. That's interesting. It's on a it's on a pedal. Wait, wait, he's and, he's and, using the, a pedal and that bowl under it. under the uh, spinning thing is water because yeah, he, he puts has his, to fingers, wet his fingers. Oh, he's got to get it's it wet. like what you do on a wine glass to impress oh, your date. Yeah, yeah. I got my wife by doing that, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all because of Ben Franklin. Thank you, Ben Franklin. Wow. Hold on, hold on, folks. That's Write not a true story. That's not a true story. Wait, we're about to fall down a YouTube Tinder Tinder tips rabbit hole. He's good. Wow, that's interesting. All right, so next time you're on here, it's you're playing that. <laughs> we'll find one. How long you. before the next time I'm on here? I have to get one of those first. <laughs> yeah, so I can't even, like, you, you can go to Sam Ash and rent like a glass harmonica. $6,000 probably or some shit. And then even that bowl, you probably need a special water bowl. You can't even use a regular <laughs> There has to be a certain special pH water. balance yeah. in the water. <laughs> yeah, holy let's water. See, let's see how much it costs. Let's, let's find out. put water in this thing. It's mineral Look, water. there you go. Look at that. Four grand. Glass harmonica. Yo, if you split guitar if you split the cost of it with me and give me a month, I'll be able to Oh, no, no, not one forty four ninety eight. That's a poster. That's <laughs> a poster of an harmonic. Eight thousand dollars for that thing. I said six. Wow. That thing was eight. Eight thousand yeah, dollars for bowls and Start at, start at yeah. seventy eight hundred. How do you get into that? You have to uh, be just, just bring a rich. Bunch of wine glasses instead. Like if you yeah, learn right? that, I mean, I'm down for that. It'll take a while. We'll, we'll do this. We'll split it, guys. Can we'll I keep the wine in them? I would rather learn. It won't stay for long, actually. And create. Oh, that's a project. That's a project. Yeah, you don't buy that. Yeah, you'd probably no. save money doing no, no, no. that. That's a gift, or <laughs> you make one. <laughs> I don't trust myself with that. You know how many glass, like, just coffee mugs I've broken over the years? Like, just, just walk, just tripping up the stairs, like, Thanks, with my Steve. cup of coffee in the morning? What am I going to do with the glass harmonica? $8,000? That's hilarious. Can't do it. You don't want to pack it up, too. Like, do you have, like, a, like... You put it in a case, like there's a glass harmonica case. Like that. It's all <laughs> there bullshit. would have to be a glass harmonica. That thing's guy. probably six like grand. a guy that you'd have to is be the most gentle person <laughs> on the planet to play that. Shit. You can't have that yeah. in New York. It would just, it would just break. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. So what else? What else? Then you'll be like, I used some, to have a glass harmonica. Environment. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have the dopest <laughs> glass <Yeah>. harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, in high school, I fucking ripped the glass harmonica. <laughs> I play trumpet. Yeah, but in it's horror like movies? A real instrument. Yeah, it is. It's one I, instrument. Yeah, but well, like you're not gonna play a song on it. You're gonna just make noise on it. Like it's. I can't remember what it's called. I can't take out my phone. Right? This is phone free. <laughs> what do you mean? No. No, it's. Uh, I. It doesn't matter what the name is. Like it's. It's just a bunch of tubes and fucking. Like it makes noise. Springs, right? It makes all those like stuff. creepy sounds, right? I know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You use What's a bow on it. Yeah, what is it called? Right. We lost Steve. He was our lookup guy. <laughs> like a, you know, a bow that you would bow a violin with. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. And yeah. It's the same it's instrument like that they spikes. make uh, Godzilla's noise off of? Yeah. It's, it's not a musical it's instrument. It's, 
Dude, you can't shit on his dream, bro. Iconic noises, maybe. Maybe not one of the best noises, but one of the most iconic. You'll always remember that Godzilla one. But, like, would you rather make something that can do that? Like, no. <laughs> no, no. I want, I want that. That's it's made for that. Why do I need to make it? Right. It's already made. Yeah. Why reinvent the wheel? It's been made. Sure. Yeah. I mean. That's my answer. Short <laughs> answer. That's what I want to play. Short Final answer. Final answer. Which instrument again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. It's not going to be so short, is it? I was paying. Oh, there's this other We're one that, that's like beautiful. It's like that. It makes weird noises, but there's water. A lot of like it's. Either underwater or it uses water in some way, and I can't remember the name of it. Wait, Wait is there a way we could Google it? He's Google. Well, he's looking up his haunted house one right now. Oh, it's called a water phone. Yeah, a water phone. That's it. Ryan, would you throw that on the screen? Would you want to do that? Water phone demo. Water phone demo. <laughs> Nick, you made one of those one time. Oh god. <laughs> Dropped his phone in the middle of Zach's bay behind Get the ready. stage. This is what I want to play. That's still us. <laughs> so you, you want to play something that sounds just like Nick. Whoa, whoa, yeah, the whoa, apple. That was it. That sound right That's there. That's the one. <laughs> so you only got to learn one note. Well, you should be able to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. You should be able to do that. How much? Richard Waters' waterphone. Isn't that Scientology? Oh. Oh. It's an umbrella without the outside. What the hell? It looks like a it's world protecting you it's from like the, the World Series trophy. It's when you're in the World Series. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. 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 Dude. Well, that's definitely horror oh, film wow. creep yeah. you out. <laughs> what are you really Things just got interesting. Why is right, it called right, I mean, right, honestly, <laughs> my mind my really mind has changed it, a little okay? bit. Okay, we took it all the way to the end. Why is it called a waterfall? Thank you. We're finished here. Oh, you're still on that? Yo, but looking at it now, it it's cool way. I mean, I can't lie. <laughs> that, I it's way cooler. That looks. <laughs> that agree. That, that looks like right. an. So wait, wait, let's have one, real, one conversation at a time. One conversation. What is your favorite instrument? Not this bullshit. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Piano. Nice. Oh, wow. Right. And now it comes like out. The utmost respect. <laughs> I think that every musician <laughs> should start by learning the keys and. I started learning the sax, which I appreciate, and it's my favorite instrument by far. And I played the baritone sax starting in elementary school. And my next strap was a mop with a leather belt attached to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I wish I learned keys first. Because I'm trying to learn now, and I'm, like, getting there. But if I take a day off, it's like taking a month off. And It's in the same key, so I feel like it's not. No, uh, I did the opposite. I started on, I learned keys when I was young, young, and yeah. then I played saxophone, alto tenor, and Barry starting in fourth helps. grade. What? Yeah, it ha oh, yeah. Help, right? I was, it was easy, for me, it was easy to read music, but if I pick up a saxophone, it's just play by ear. I, I can't read music anymore. I haven't read it in years, but yeah. I feel Mike, like because we have it was uh, band key. practice every Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got an alto or Barry, I'll hop on, boy. Nice. Mike's joining. I used to I used to rent mine fifty five dollars a year from the school. That was it. Oh, that's I wish good. I wish I played the soprano. That was the only saxophone that they wouldn't let me play because they were like, "There's no parts for it," and I always wanted to learn the yeah. soprano. Also, you're gonna Kenny G. Baby. Like you're gonna yeah, be so attitude. I was so told. I, I had about three or four people telling me that you, you will be never so be able attitude. to make a soprano sax sound good starting out. 
Because apparently, like, yeah. the sound that Kenny G has is just so, yeah. No, no, it's the reason to start and then with an easy one, like tenor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tenor was, I didn't like the tenor. Tenor, of the three, that was my least favorite. I like the alto and the Barry. I prefer Barry, but tenor was my favorite. Fit. Didn't fit with all I of them. My music teacher told me I was never going to be tall enough to play the Barry, and then I played the Barry for about three years. It got too serious in high school, though, so yeah, I Yeah, that shut school. him up. There's yeah, a bass sax. There's a contrabass. There's, like, even bigger sax. Don't you need, like, a ladder to play those? Yeah. What's Stand it? on a stool. Those are insane. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> those are insane. Like the contrabass? Contrabass. That's huh. the biggest. I've never even heard of that one. It's stupid. It's a gimmick. But, like, oh. it, it I've exists. heard of the bass sax. I've seen those things. That's... That's a yeah, big that's right after baritone. Yeah. The contrabass is, yeah. It's like a sousaphone if it were a woodwind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A sousaphone if it... I, I'm just not even... <laughs> I don't understand any of it. material. <laughs> a sousaphone if it weren't a woodwind. Like, that's a different <laughs> language for me. That's <laughs> you should have signed up in fourth grade. My bad. <laughs> I went to... I took it? general <laughs> music. I didn't even take anything... <laughs> <laughs> I took general music education. I didn't never played an instrument. All no, I like band. Up, like I said, up until high school, then marching band kicks in, and then they're like, "Oh, you got to go to every football game and every soccer game, and you got to so play in march." So I'm like, "No, I got, I got a job. I'm not, a, I'm not a football player. I got a job." Support. Yeah, exactly. You do support. <laughs> do you guys have a favorite song that you've liked to perform the most? I feel like there's zero chance we agree on what that would be. It might be that. Uh, it might be Phrygian. It might be that intro song. That shit. That's a. That, f- that sounds fun. It was it's just. So sounds really fun to it's play. It's just so yeah. fun to get a, a show started that way. Yeah. That yeah. Fun. Gets the crowd going. Everyone takes a solo. You know. Everyone features something they're good at during that song. Do you, yeah. do you guys? Like I do like Lighthouse. Song. Me, I really like Lighthouse. We don't always get to play it live because it's so like I don't know. Lighthouse Lane is up there. Lighthouse Lane is the closer on Dabble Heavy, and it's very different than any other song on that album. It's got a different different vibe to it. Um, but we play it sometimes. Sometimes we play it at shows, and it goes over very well. Sometimes we play it, and it's like, ooh, that probably wasn't the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a wrong time to play that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a right and a wrong time for most of a lot of songs. I music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you play the crowd? Like you feel it out? Like what you're gonna play? Well, what order? Sometimes we'll have a set list written out, and then like if things just don't feel quite right, you know, yeah, we'll yeah. call a audible song or something. <laughs> or, or if audibles. you're or if you're actually a smart band and actually serious about what the fuck you're doing, <laughs> um, you'll look at the other groups that you may be playing with and kind of allocate towards that. If, they, mm. if they're playing a little heavier, maybe you'll. Either go the opposite just to stand out or kind of play in that genre with the songs that you have that kind of work. Yeah, you know, switch so, it up yeah. from what they did. Somewhat mind games, you know, prior mm-hmm. to even it's chess jamming with other, other groups. It's a balance. It's a balance because you want to make sure that you're retaining your fans that are expecting something from you while playing to the crowd of the other people's. Like everyone says, another thing about it, and then another thing with Epi, Epi. Like I said, just says what he feels, and he doesn't he doesn't hold back at all. So when I was talking to him about bands that we possibly could open up for, he wouldn't refer to it as us playing direct support or opening up for a band. He said, "Whose fans do you want to steal?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how he said. 
That's how he pitched that to me. Tell me some bands that you want to did you want to steal their fans? Who do, whose fans do you think you could steal? He just wouldn't he wouldn't say open up for it. That's funny. That's and, a way to put but it. in the end, that's that is exactly what you're doing. You're trying to play with these people so that you get their fans to like you. So you got to play a little bit to what they're doing and yeah, to what the, the show or the night has. But uh, with, nonstop with lucky because we have a little bit of all of it in in our repertoire. I think that makes me think of I don't know if you guys are you are you guys into hip hop and like rap and stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like remember that Kendrick Lamar song "Control" when he came out and killed everyone? Like a few years ago, he called out everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. He says something in there like he's trying to raise the bar higher. I'm trying to make your core fans never heard of you. Like. <laughs> right. Right. He's trying to raise the bar. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. That. I think everybody, no matter what level you're on, you're always trying to one up or there's, yeah. there's an inherent like competition. It's, it's always it's always friendly competition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just never noticed it as much in the in the band genre of things like circle, but it's it's heavy. Man. It is. It's it's way more Jay-Z. than you would ever know. And I, and I I just think the Jay-Z. nature of competition just kind of goes with music. In general, it's not only hip hop. Yeah, it's it's definitely in there. The, oh yeah, because everybody's got their clicks and stuff. You know, you 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 get with a circle of guys who have kind of come out in the years you came out, and you're you're running tours with them. You're making your money. Do you really feel in a business where you're trying to make a living off of your dreams that you want another group who might be younger, might be doper, and give them a chance, and then you lose that? Yeah, you, that's why there's like circles and stuff. I I see it way more than I ever thought I would in this genre because it's like supposed to be peace, love, and nah, bro. Well, you don't. <laughs> it's low key because like in hip hop, there's diss tracks that come out. You right, can, you, you guys know, aren't they, throwing they, diss they tracks out. This, at no, 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 no. You, they, you know, it, it doesn't happen here really. Yeah. There might be like a little word said here and there, but it's it's doesn't mean too much. But yeah, it's kind of like who's let into certain. Venues, certain things that you you can tell, you see it, you see it. it's blatant, but yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Do you like guys have an experience where like you've been like shit, like I, we, like because of someone else, like someone else competition? Like, have you ever had that where you couldn't get into a certain venue or like you needed to fight to get into something? No, like most definitely, band, like you know, there there might be like a something happens with one of the members in our group, and they're you know talking and messing with somebody else, and it goes south. So then that person's like. No festival. It'll happen. Right. It's, you know, it, it happens to a lot of bands. They don't talk about it, obviously. It's, it's not that big a deal. It's part of the business, but you got to learn that. So, you, like, you only have. When, a when you're serious of, about it, shit is real out here. There's <laughs> only a certain right. amount of venues, and in those certain amount of venues, there's only ever going to be a show that, like, fits your exact genre, like, what you're doing, like, ever so often. So, you have all the bands that are in your genre, like, trying to vie for that one opening spot for that one show for that one band that can take you on the road or give you more exposure or whatever it is you know and and there's politics involved about why people get one thing or the other but you know what it's just the game it's not like it's with like i don't overthink of it it's really everything. like it's every everything. every job every like the only anything. way to get ahead yeah, yeah it's com- how you deal with people yeah like and nonstop's always taking the path that we were we were always game to help other other people with whatever we had we don't have everything but we want to try to help you. Like you, you could take the little bit we have. Why not? Like yeah. let's try to make something bigger, and that's the only way to the only way to push you forward. Hell yeah! Um, and that's you know Long Island's had a lot of since we started has a lot of uh, things going for it. You know, in the last probably like 
five, six Coming years up? Close. I mean, like, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Long Island's had a lot going for it, but now the support's kind of more towards uh, the independent bands, like, evolving, getting better, these younger bands, like, coming out and having creative music instead of everybody going out and listening to cover bands, which is no problem at all. It's just uh, we're in, like, an age group where you kind of see it, like, who's old. It's slowly, like, dividing. I'm seeing it, at least now and like a lot of younger kids who I've never seen before coming to our shows and I'm like holy shit okay so we are making noise out here and then you know like the older crowd who used to come to our shows when like we were younger I've noticed you know they'll go to a cover band shows and <laughs> relax and have dinner with the kids yeah it's how it goes yeah that's it's just um you're seeing them evolve yes yeah. for yeah. you to really want to do something like <laughs> I said like in this industry <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny yeah. Why, you can't say like? No, 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 not at all. Like, I just, uh, I've noticed certain people have like uh, uh, tendencies uh, when they're like called like out like on something like or they're like nervous, it. so they'll s repeat. So oh, um, yeah, that's a, it's like a filler word. Like, um, um, that's, that's my, like, um, yeah, yeah, I do those. Like, I think it's also just because like when people are baked, just like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> zombie talk. Yeah. That's all good. But getting back to what I was saying, <laughs> For for the <laughs> for the guys and girls and the artists and the people who are creators and just innovators and doing something that is not the nine to five, it takes mm -hmm. more than a lot. It does take everything. Sometimes it takes more than everything. And then you have a group of guys who all get together and they want the same thing. Like imagine the stuff that's coming away from your life to really do what you love. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's everybody in this room. Yeah. You know what I mean? You all have dreams and admirations, and yet, you know, some of you just... Aspirations. Aspirations. That's a good word. And admirations, probably. Yeah. There's some of those. For people who are doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you kind of want to get to that level at the same time. It's like the lotto. It's more than thinking yeah. you're going to make it. It's knowing you are. Exactly. It's just yeah. living there. So there's a mindset to it, and, um, you know, we, we created a business off of this, like, our boys, we pay taxes, you know, for our <laughs> shit. You know? We, yeah. we have an established business. 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 And it took a lot from where we were because we were just kids trying to play music and wanting to be out there. And, you know, it takes another level for you to really be taken seriously and know that your art is something that is even beyond like what you're making in that room right now, it transcends that and it connects with people because they they feel that. They feel that struggle of, you know, being out here hustling, mm -hmm. doing what you love and sometimes not getting paid for it. And it takes time. Yeah. You get old and gray. Some of these people haven't been breaking until they're like in their forties. Yeah. A great example. Um and I, I, listen, I listened to this man <laughs> as though I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was, I was, uh, Andrew drove me out here tonight because I, I just, uh, I was exhausted today. Um, and I appreciate that, bro. But someone who came on the radio who I've been listening to of late the last couple of years, and, he, and sadly he passed away, Charles Bradley. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this man, soul singer, like, I mean, closest thing to James Brown, like, we had in the last mm. 10 years, you have to YouTube this man. You want to hit Charles Bradley up there? He, he, put, he put a tear in my eye, one of the first tracks I ever heard, and it's just, 
that voice and <laughs> please you know he finally got famous and only had like two years where his 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 that main song that he had that I was like whoa it it, it put me in a place was on um, a TV show was it Andrew like some some TV show I saw him on Trump and Shorty okay okay Trump and Shorty, Shorty. Capitol Theater really that's in like Beacon where is that upstate New York yeah, yeah. And he Trump opened up for trombone shorty. Changes. That's Changes. it. That's the one. Yep. That's the one. Jesus. Man's voice is. And you know, he just, you know, he's been through a lot. Like if you look at his background story, it's just it's man's powerful, looking at me man. like I did something wrong, bro. It's powerful, man. He's been through a lot. She, she had a similar story. She was a soul singer. She finally had her own thing, and then she was 61, got cancer, and died. Got cancer. Oh, she just died. But like she finally, what? she put out two albums. She was a background. Like oh, oh are you guys song. trying to feel something? Yo, <laughs> is that him? The song's about his That's mother. Him, yeah. Oh, he lost his wife too. And he lost his wife, his mother, and his wife. Oh shit. It's like an Eminem song too, like the chorus, I'm going through change. That is. That is. It is, yeah. Yeah, that is an Eminem That's That's the uh, TV show he got famous off of because of this. I mean, obviously I feel like he was well off famous prior to that, but um, he, he blew off of the exposure of Big Mouth and um, you know, it's a shame to have seen somebody who's who used to be a James Brown imitator to jumping to do his own thing, fighting, you know, heroin addiction, going through all of that to finally become famous for two years and then pass away, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show for me, like it's all about the journey. Baby. It's all about the journey. It's all about that being creative and just continuing working on your craft because at the end of the day, you're only here for so many years, guys. So, like, yeah. if you do don't really you, love it, yeah. What's the point of being here? <laughs> Not doing what you, you love, do it, man. Do what you love. Doesn't make sense. YOLO. <laughs> yes, boy. YOLO. I mean, that guy's amazing. I love that. Charles Bradley. Oh, you see, he's feeling it. You could just see That's it. That's just like right there on his face. That's, that's, that's pain. Know. Yeah. That's what pain He's being embodies. real. Yeah, like. Damn. So with that being said, you know, I mean, we are nonstop to Cairo. And <laughs> we did do uh, some live performances here tonight in yeah, our, a live interview with uh, our man Joe Rizzo. Rizzo Dude, that was move. two hours. That was two hours. You see, hours. time flew by. We didn't even want to try to be up here that <laughs> long, but it just kind of it kind of yeah. went. And that's yeah. nice. That's organic. I, so we like to end the podcast 
where um, I think I might already know because based on what you've been talking about. But if you had a message for the world and you had any amount of time you could say, like, everyone's hearing, listening to you, they're actually going to listen, what would you tell them? Ooh, I got one. All right. Nick. Put your phone down. <laughs> <laughs> Look After up. you watch this podcast. Look up. There's a big world out there. And enjoy the people that are in front of you instead of the phone that's in front of you. I have one that piggybacks off that. Yeah. Um, I saw a buddy guy play once, and he walked out onto the stage, and he picked up his guitar, and he said, y'all invited me here, now I have to let you know that I'm here. And I feel like that's important, is that when you're invited somewhere, to let those people know that you're there, however that is that you do. Yeah. Um, We're all the same. Yeah. All people. Oh, huh? <laughs> I like that. Kev? Oh, and also come come out on December fourteenth, my yeah. father's place. Friday the fourteenth, my father's place. We're gonna, gonna be, be having a dope show with uh, Circadian Rhythm SCR, and uh, yeah, I'll put the link in the description. Appreciate it. Yeah. And um, where where we follow you? Nonstop the Cairo on Instagram, everything, Twitter. You yeah, there? everything is Nonstop the Cairo Instagram, Twitter. We're not on Tumblr anymore because they got rid of porn. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. It's been going around the last couple of days. What do you mean? They, no more they porn on porn. Tumblr. Yeah, no more, so no more Tumblr. So there's no <laughs> Tumblr porn. There's no that reason to like, be on Why Tumblr are you going to go to Tumblr for porn? <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> Balcony <laughs> is dropping very, very soon. That is our next single. Uh, produced out of Sabella Studios. Will Harris, Jim Sabella, Haja, thank you very much for that opportunity. Boom. And uh, we've got some merch on the way. Yeah. So be sure to check us out in these upcoming shows. And uh, be sure to be on the IG because the feed is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. <laughs> thank so, you so much for coming on, guys. Thank you for having thank us, you. bro. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Yeah. This was great. This, this was, was the best podcast yet. I would say so. It might be. It's up there. Nah, definitely. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say this is the first? Nah, I didn't get close. <laughs> we had, if we're not right, even the best, we're the first. The you know that's pretty bad. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good night, maybe whatever you're doing. This is Rizzo on the Move. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Um, feel free to hit me up. If you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.